Welcome to the Thrive Church Weekly Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed and encouraged by this message today. Thanks for tuning in. Wow. Honestly, I'm a bit wrecked from the um, previous, what God was doing. Anyone else? God dropped a song. I'm going to just go straight in there. God dropped a song that I don't know. So this is just a little bit being vulnerable. And I am one to say yes to my Jesus. So I feel like this is something we just need to sit in a little bit longer. And I'm going to sing this song and I want you to join me. And I want you, so today I was going to teach about encounters. And we're just going to jump into an encounter straight away, I believe. I may end up teaching you and sharing some little tips and things that God had on my heart. But why don't we just start with this. I'm going to jump right in. I had to look up the words because I don't know this song at all. <clears throat> Jesus, thank you for what you're doing in this place. Thank you for what you're doing in this land, Lord God, to the souls on each foot in this place, Lord, that you're doing a new work from toe to head. You're restoring their strength that they are on solid ground and that you are in their midst. It is a fact. Where two or more gather in his name, there he is amongst them. It is a fact that he is here and always has been and always will be where there is two or more gathered in his name because his name paid for it all. He paid the price above all prices and he is the name above all names, the king above all kings and he stands in your midst. Just one look in your face Just one glance at your eyes My whole world is changed My whole world is changed All I seek is your face all I seek is your face. I don't want to go anywhere without you, God. Without your presence. Oh, let me see your face. The beauty of your presence, Lord. The beauty of your holiness. Take me into that holy place. An encounter is building personal history with him where you put yourself out there. And be the other side of the relationship. And only one word comes to mind. <laughs> There's only one word to describe. There's only one word to 
describe holy holy lord god almighty this is the part you can sing with me this is what an encounter can start like holy holy lord god almighty holy holy lord god almighty yes you are holy holy lord god almighty it's my privilege to sing to you today holy it's my privilege to serve you today god holy Lord God Almighty, there's only one word to describe. There's only one word to. That's all it is, it's as simply as that. Ah, I just sensed that this place is an encounter of heaven. That people will fly into Christchurch and drive into Rangiora and drive in from all over the place. And they'll be like, what is so special about this place? It's because people encounter God on this land. They can sense the Father's heart because of the men and women, the children of heaven that don't hide their light. They let their light be seen, and they don't hide it under a bushel. I know I said that yesterday, but you sung it in a new version this morning. Don't hide your light. You are royalty, and royalty are never hidden. They stand out in a crowd. Your light cannot be hidden. Encounters cannot be hidden. You can't hide who you are. When you are a child of God, that encounter flows. And I believe God was singing over you this morning. He was singing over you. It says in the word that he prays unceasingly for you. And the breakthrough that brings for your life will then flow through and release breakthroughs for others. Because whatever ground you have taken, you can pass on and share with those around you. Holy, holy, Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, Lord God Almighty. There's only one name. God, I put your name above all other names in my life, in my workplace, with my colleagues, and with the clients that I mingle with, in my family, with the pressures of everything that I'm needing to fulfill for my children, for their schools and their expectations and their sports. Your name is above all names. I don't let busyness be the name above all names. I don't let finances be the name above all names. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. There is only one name. (laughs) 
for he sees you as beautiful. He sees you. The beautiful one sees you as beautiful. Ah, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone here, being like, I don't sing in front of people like that normally. (laughs) But he asked me to sing that with you. When you don't know where to go and you don't know where to turn, and I know I said this yesterday, worship. Worship. Reconcile yourself with God that you may be made whole because it's a journey. Your wholeness doesn't happen like that. He wants to walk through with you. Yes, it does happen like that. You are saved. There's nothing that God paid your price. But he wants to walk with you as a father would with a daughter when a daughter's made a mistake and say, hey, babe, we can clean up your mess together and we can right those wrongs and we can walk into your future hand in hand. This is not who you are. Let's do this again. You are beautiful beyond description. (laughs) Too marvelous for words. Too wonderful for comprehension. My dear child... Come sit in my love. Did you see what I did there? He was singing over you. (laughs) Because we stand in awe of him and he draws us in. When When we sing, I stand, I stand in awe of you. He sings, I draw you in. I stand, I stand in awe of you. Holy God, to whom all praise is due, I stand in awe of you. It's a dance with our Heavenly Father. It's not a marching order. He knows who you are and He wants you to be you. I hear that from God all the time, and he says it with a cute little nickname, you be you, boo. (laughs) The way I encounter God is different to how Matt encounters God. But we both snot and cry and get on our knees, and it looks the same sometimes. When God God encounters Matt, when he's, we used to um, run the evangelism at our old church, church previously to Bethel. And on a Friday night, we'd go out for four hours. And those four hours, Matt would see 40 healings, probably 40 saved lives. And for some reason, even though I was like, God, why? (laughs) I would get the one person who was about to commit suicide and hang themselves underneath the Harbour Bridge. And I managed to walk past him at the right time. And we sat there for four hours where I shared the love of God with him deeply and intimately. Because the only thing the devil wants you to believe is that you're disconnected from God. You're disconnected from heaven. That there's no intimacy, no real truth to a relationship with God. When you believe you're disconnected from heaven, you believe you're alone. And you stay in that self-righteousness where judgment 
is not the way God judges you. (laughs) Connection is such a big key, even in human-to-human relationships. You need that connection for communication so that there's no miscommunication about what's really true. And when we put ourselves out there and say, I stand in awe of you, God. Come close to me. Jesus, come closer still. You're doing the tango with him because he will return that step. Okay, I'm going to get my notes out now because that was all just based off last <laughs> last session, sorry. And I've got a short time. Really special what God's doing in this place. Really special. And so don't just move on to the next thing. Sit in it. We are used to microwave age. Everything is instant. And I think COVID is a huge eye-opener to how good being still can be. If you can see the good in it, God will use any card dealt to us and turn it in for a win. Who are you going to trust? Who's leading that narrative? Choose to see the good in it and focus on that because that's what you'll empower and that's what will grow and manifest in your life. So I'm choosing to believe, oh, wow, I want more of that, God. I want more of stillness where I can hear your voice and allow that revelation to become my own and to me fulfill it and put that on like clothing. That's mine to own now. That's my crown that I get to then lay at Jesus' feet in my private time with him. Ah. So I wanted to quickly share a testimony. It's funny how she mentioned he mentioned the Emile Johnson Award. Just before I received that award, I was um, revisiting a memory I had of listening to Bob Jones. Who here knows the prophet Bob Jones? And how he died and when he went to heaven, he saw a long line going to hell and a long line going to Jesus. Does anyone know that story? Anyway, the line going to hell, people were wrapped up in what their God was, whether it was money, whether it was their job or um, whatever it was, their God. And then he was in a line that was going to Jesus and every single person that then got close to Jesus, Jesus asked them, did you learn to love Some people said no, but they still entered into his heart. So I don't know and I don't understand what that's all about. But Jesus asked a very significant question. You can't do that kind of work when you're in heaven, learning how to love those that offend you and persecute you. And when you're in sickness and you're like, okay, I'm going to learn to love this situation and declare healing like my father did who had esophagus cancer and given less than 2% survival rate to live. And he is alive and well today, 10 years later. People would come to him and say, look, this is just the word of the Lord for you in this moment. You've got to stop (laughs) saying 
that God will heal you. It's, it's not going to happen for you. You've just got to accept that this is your lot. And they're Christians and they're family members, and they were saying it out of love because my dad was being quite vocal about how no, this God has got promises over my life that I haven't fulfilled yet, and this is not from the Lord. And he would declare of himself every day, reading aloud two pages of um, promises and verses, like this is what my life has to go into. And so he got opportunity to love in his weakest moment when people that he loved and loved him said, this is your lot, just accept it. And whether he passed away or not, he was faithful with choosing Jesus. No. Like the four in the flames, whether I die or live, I will serve God. Whether God saves me from this circumstance or not, he is God and I will choose to trust in him. Oh, so did you learn to love? It's a huge question. And that's what I think changes the world around you. What are you going to do with the circumstances that come towards you? And I think the only way that you can choose to love is if you are coming to that place before God and saying, I stand in awe of you. Okay, God, I made a mistake. I stand in awe of you again. Whoops, I made the wrong choice. I went down an old thought pattern that I used to believe. But no, I'm going to choose to now stand in awe of you. Encounters can be as simple as that. But they can also be, also be, I don't have words right now, I'm in too much pain. And I choose to speak in tongues when it's like that, when I don't know what to say. I know I'm feeling anxiety. I'm feeling like I don't know what to do here and I don't know what you're saying, God. I can't hear you. I'm going to speak in tongues. And as I'm speaking in tongues, I choose to stay in awe of God in my English so I'm speaking English in my mind while my mouth is speaking a heavenly language. I'm And in here I'm saying, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. It is a powerful way to encounter a transformation in you. There is a reason why Paul did it so often in the Bible and said he would do it more than anyone else. And Matt reckons he can challenge Paul on that. But. I know. <laughs> it's true. I hear him all the time pacing. It builds up your spirit. It encourages you to see love. Another way that I have been able to jump out of old ways of thinking is come to the Psalms. There is an emotion, every emotion in Psalms can match what you're going through in life. And I just can read through it and read through it until it matches what I'm feeling in my heart. And then I'll just meditate on it. And it's another way of going, I stand in awe of you, God. Help me hear what you have for me in this moment. And it's really easy. I want to take you through Psalms 23, the first two sections of it. Because you put yourself in there. When you feel a little itch in your heart or a pause like I don't know if I really believe that right now in this moment that's when you go okay God what is the truth so the Lord is my best friend and my shepherd now if you go wait best friend that didn't feel true go Father God right now 
I need to understand what does it look like to be your best friend? How am I your best friend and how are you my best friend? Reveal that truth to me and allow him encounter you in that. There is a holiness to meditating and allowing him to unravel truth where you have had lies hold you, where there's been pain that's entered in and allowed a lie to hold you back from seeing his love. So simple. The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. If that was fine, go to the next line. I always have more than enough. Woo! I'm not sure I believe that, God. (laughs) God, what does that look like? (laughs) I always have more than enough. God, reveal to me, Jehovah Jireh, that I always have more than enough. And if you need to sit on that for months, sit on it for months. Ask him, where did I turn off love to not believe that truth? What lie am I believing that has left that fear or that lie there? It's ultimately taken God's place. It really has, because that's God, that he will always provide for you. But if you don't believe it, you've allowed a fear or a lie to take the place of God. And we need to repent. So I'm sorry, God, I just realized that I believed that that was bigger than you. And I'm choosing to believe that you're a good God. And that you are my best friend. That no one loves me like you. That if you feed the sparrows, that you can feed me too. So speaking in tongues, going through the Psalms, these two options are amazing ways to recalibrate and bring yourself back to the center heart of God, to see any situation you're in from his light, to be able to shine your light and not hide it under a bushel. The enemy does want you to feel separated, disconnected, But it's not true. And if you're feeling separated from God, from his angelic, you are not alone. You need to recalibrate, encounter the truth, encounter love again. It's as simply as asking God, I've forgotten how to live with you like Adam and Eve. I got confused, so God, how do I live here with you? I stand in awe of you. I stand in awe of you. I don't know, but I think you're actually Glenn and Deb's daughter. I just saw over worship and worship time today. I saw Lucy. <laughs> and God is singing, I stand in awe of you. My beautiful, beautiful Lucy. I know it's not your name, but I feel like you have a bravery about you. You have a fierce bravery about you. 
And actually, I'm just reminded in this moment, you've been on stage leading us, but I've also seen you in the bathroom with gloves on, cleaning spray and cloths. And that is a testament to who you are, hun. That you're not just someone who wants the glory, but you're in the bathrooms cleaning the toilet. That is a servant heart right there. And that heart will take you so far. And I honor you for that. Thank you for that. You're an incredible leader. The way that you do that already is leadership quality. Who else wants to go clean other people's bathroom stuff up? Like, honestly, that's something that I need to make aware of, that that's a beautiful thing. So he stands in awe of you. Even today, at your young age, you have done great things. Yeah. And the young, oh, this one. <laughs> you were playing drums last night and you were highlighted to me. And you remind me of two people. One is a worshipper and he started on drums. And the other is a master craftsman. He, does, he makes he, inventive things. Quite a lot of it is furniture. But he's very inventive, inventive and innovative. And I feel like you carry such a creativity about you like these two men I know. And I just feel like roaring into your spirit like a lion. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. For the Lord God Almighty is with you. He will stand before you and he will make your path straight. <laughs> ah, like strong. <laughs> yeah. There's some beautiful things being birthed in you right now, and I honor that in your heart. Don't be afraid of who you are. Do not, please, we need it. <laughs> I need your gifting. I do. We need your gifting. We need you. You are so, so wanted. So, so wanted. Ha <laughs> ha. And um, the lady that Matt was speaking over yesterday that um, with the renovations, is she here today? She's in the loft. Oh, of course she is. I'm negative 30 seconds, so I'll just tell that to her in private time. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, just wanted to share some gifting, uh, not gifting, some teaching on encounter. That it's as simple as worship. Prayer and meditation, and it's ancient, and we forget with our busyness, and we move on to the next, and all the things on our to do list to do, and we forget that that actually takes priority above all else. And God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for the times when I've chosen to put you at the bottom because I stand in awe of you. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to the Thrive Church weekly podcast. Stay up to date with everything that is happening by following us on social media 